Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Welcome back to the After School Dawa podcast This is like our 50th take of the central today So you know, you know this episode is going to go well, obviously And it wasn't even my Inshallah. fault this time Inshallah. I mean it was Loki Tamer's fault You know, he's, uh, he's there, he's there like, <laughs> 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 like, like once we're trying to talk But anyways Now, when the jaw comes, right What well, I heard um, correct me if I'm wrong It was like Dajjal He's going to come to you And he's going to Offer you Like because he's going to come Obviously um, What was written uh, Written on his forehead Something's written on his forehead Kafir Yeah Kafir Kafir Written on his forehead And only the believers The true believers Right Bro if your name's Muhammad That doesn't Automatically make you A true believer by the way yeah, For true believers true. They'll be able to see it, right? But everyone else, they won't. And the jal will come to you as you know, uh, um, kind of like he, he'll 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 say that he's God in it, right? He'll say that he's God, and that you know he can give you this and that, right? Mm. So he's gonna on one side, he's gonna offer you, you know, his version of paradise, right? And on the other side, he's gonna offer you his version of hell, right? And the hadith and stuff talking about it, right? Um, spoke about like. When 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 he offers you that, you yeah. should definitely jump. Into like the fire. if you had that offer, if you had that choice, jump into that fire. Because as soon as you jump into that fire, guess where you're gonna go? You're gonna go Jannah, right? Because his hell is actually Jannah. Mm. You know, so you know, is is a lot of deception in it. You know, because ultimately, yeah. who who's the only one that can give you Jannah? Jannah, and is that the ultimate yeah, test of yeah. And you know, yeah. you know. <laughs> You know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he's never, he's never going to come down to you, you know, as, 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 you know, as a hobbit or something, yeah, and yep. be like, hey, jump into my jannah, you know, or jannah, <laughs> you know, he's not going to be like that, you know, we already know what Allah's going to be like, and you know, even if you didn't, right, like, just like, logically speaking, right, like, how long has humanity existed for, like, do we know? Uh, rough, roughly speaking well over, uh, I'm not sure A couple of hundred million years at this point I think Yeah okay A couple of hundred million years Yeah, yeah. And then for some reason Hundred million years later Yeah You know he, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Is going to descend for some random guy You know As a stocky oh, dwarf Oh sorry man. never mind uh, Not hundred million years A couple of million years Not hundred million years Okay that, that makes more sense Because I was like yeah, bro, yeah, I said that's like dinosaurs thinking, bro Yeah <laughs> I was thinking of something else <laughs> Maybe so maybe it was for Sardin, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like you know, it's not like Allah's gonna like descend for some random guy, you know, and you know as as you know as a human being or something, right? You know, mm. uh, like if Allah was meant, to, if He was going to descend, why didn't He de- descend to the prophets or you know someone of their caliber? In it, He's not yeah. going to do that. And to be honest, like that's not it's not it's unworthy of Him. If you get what I mean, and it like he created everything, he knows everything that's going on. He doesn't need to do anything like that. If he says be, anything can happen, you know. Mm. So Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, He told us like the Quran is unchanged, right? And whatever whatever said in the Quran is going to happen, because that's Allah's word in it. Um, yeah. So Allah told us like, look, this is how things will be, right? And we just need to accept that, man. Like we just need to accept that. Like if some someone comes to you and he's like, "Yo, I'm God because I can I can do magic tricks," don't believe them. <laughs> you know, mm. uh, it's not gonna work out. 
but yeah so the, the jal had come to you like that um and then you know uh like we did mention like in the hadith it was mentioned that he's not going to go into medina and mecca so obviously what, what's the first thing you think <laughs> what's the first thing you think medina and mecca is the safest place and yeah you think like there. yo i'll just go medina and mecca the thing is right that that won't work because isn't like one of the signs that medina and mecca does like it's gonna swallow up all the all the disbelievers or something like that, like all the hypocrites. Yeah. So one of the signs is uh, there'll be earthquakes that will drive out the hypocrites from Medina and Mecca. Yeah. So it will drive out the hypocrites from Medina and Mecca, and so obviously, the only ones that will remain in Mecca and Medina are the true believers, the sincere believers, because the opposite of sincerity is, you know, insincerity, you know, which makes mm. you a hypocrite by definition, right? So you're either a sincere believer or you're not, right? So yeah. obviously that that means that for us to just be like, yeah, I'm just gonna go to Mecca Medina and I'll be calm. That's not gonna work. That's not gonna work. You're not safe, right? And you can't cheat Allah, right? Allah didn't make make the situation like that, you know, just so just so we can cheat it. You know, He obviously made it for a reason, for a purpose in it, and. Mm. Yeah. You know, don't don't just like think, ah, oh, yeah. You know, I don't need like I don't need to do anything. Yeah, I just come. I'll just I just you know I'm rich now. I'll just buy a ticket down to Medina and Mecca in it, and I'll be good. You won't be good if you if you're like yep. that. Don't rely on yourself like that. You gotta rely on Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, and you gotta like you you need His help to keep your iman strong, especially in a situation like that. Like I know, like I've been kind of joking around about like you know it's kind of stupid for. For you to believe a man coming to you with magic tricks and stuff like that, but it will be very convincing in it, you know. Yeah. Especially like when you see someone with, because because what we know about the jal is that he's gonna wield a lot of power in it, like that yeah. no one else has, you know. And obviously for him to like go around like everywhere and stay for like forty days and all that in it, you know, he can't just a normal human can't just do that in it. Yeah. You know, um, so a lot. Of he'll, he'll be able, he'll be able to revive dead people too. So yeah. yeah. yeah so it's oh, mad, isn't it? So yeah, it will, it will be very very convincing in it. I I want to I I want to ask a question in it. So you know the Jal in it, he is like the main bad guy in it when it comes to Day of Judgment, right? <laughs> so because because it's like yeah, it's like an anime and like he's a villain, bro. Um, and then Isa he's going to come and he's going to have fight him right in it. Like it's going to be a war between the and yeah. then, and the Jal is going to lead the other group and mm-hmm. Isa Salam will lead all the believers in it. Believers, yeah. Yeah. So you know that being the case, right? You know we talk a lot about Shaitan, Iblis, um, and then obviously the Jal is here um, as the as the like I said the main villain, if you could say, of the Day of Judgment. Who is, who is worse then between the two? Oh, that's an interesting question. Well, I would say Iblis clearly. Yeah. Um, because ultimately he is the like the Jal might be the Jal is described as a fitna, but uh, Iblis is described as Adu Adu Mubin, clear mm. enemy. So to me, in both of those, like, it's not exactly on the same level, of course, but your children. Are also described and your wealth is also described as a fitna yeah. so to me just that language alone it implies that iblis is a worse enemy yeah and it's kind of the thing like iblis is here now 
Whereas the Jal is, well, he's not here right now, or uh, or he's locked up right now, so he's he's not exactly. going to be able yeah. to do anything. Yeah. But Iblis, he's he's been there since you were born in it. Like for yep. you, he's been there since you were born in it. Mm-hmm. So like you know, and and he has influence, and Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, he gave him special abilities that the other jinns don't have. You know, he can whisper into your hearts and stuff like that. Yep. You know, um, and he has that influence. Um. He can influence you like that, and to be honest, okay, let's say okay, let's say the jal is here now. Hmm. How about then? Like, who should you, like, who should you be more cautious of or be threatened by more? Well, I mean, at least. Well, actually, I would let Dahmed take this one before I give my view. Oh yeah, I think the jal mainly because he's the biggest threat at the time. Like, he's the most real threat there. Yeah. And, like, that's basically one of the major signs. Of the day of judgment, so it's like you gotta keep your focus up. I mean, on on the current situation and what's going on at the time. I mean, the police will always be an enemy to humans. Always be an enemy to mankind. Mm. It's something you should be fighting every day. Hmm. When the jail comes, you know that's when it's getting serious. I think you should be, you should be, you should be the main threat you're worried about at that point. Yeah. But of course, be wary of both. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and I agree with that. Yeah, you know, like, like, okay, so what I think of the like between the two, right? So we got Shaitan in it, and Saad said that Shaitan is a bigger threat to us, especially now because the Jal's not even there, right? Um, and then, and then the Jal, he's a bigger threat when when he's here. If you really think about it, ultimately, okay, so let's say there's two people, yeah, that comes to you in it. One of them has the power or the ability to kill you, right? To to just kill you, bro. The other one has the ability to affect your faith, your belief. Mm. Which one would you be fearful of more? It would be the one that can affect your faith in it, because course, yeah. you know ultimately, yeah. If you die, that doesn't mean you, you, you know. If you die, you go gender in it. If you if your faith is yep. there in it. Yep. Now, obviously, what we know about shaitan is that. He, though, since the beginning of humanity, all he's been doing is affecting people's faith in it. Like we know from the hadith, right? He, um, he will try and make you. He will try and what was that word? He will try and make you commit shirk first, mm, right? Yep. If he can't do that, he'll try and make you, you know, um, go go towards like innovation, yeah. If you mm-hmm. can't do that, he'll he'll try and make you go towards the major sins. Can't do the major sins, the minor sins. Can't do the minor sins, he'll he he won't just give up with Isaiah and Ads. He'll make you do the lesser good than the better good. He'll try and make you occupy your time, like make yourself busy doing things that are less good compared to doing things that are really good. You kind of see that, like let's say, um, with people in it, um, they'll spend like twenty four seven in the mosque in it. And they won't, and then, you know, because they spend 24-7 in a mask, you know, you see that, okay, they end up being in benefits, so they're not helping their community or the country. They can't contribute because, you know, they're, they're, you know, they're not, they can't even contribute for themselves. And then, you know, their, their family's there and they're not, they're not helping out the family in it. So that's like a way that Shaitan can deceive people. He'll make you think, yo, I'm doing a good thing, so I'm getting a reward. But he'll try and make you focus on that good thing or make you do more more of it to the point where you ignore all the other good things, even things that are more good, you know? 
So Shaitan, he has like this plan. He's very, like, he's very smart very when it comes sly. to that, and he's very sly when it comes to that. You know, um, so is it's not like he'll just directly try and at you, <laughs> you know, um, and, and make you a disbeliever. But he'll always work towards it. He'll mm. always just chip at you. Yeah, little by little. Yeah. Now the jaw. The jaws are concerned because obviously he's like he's like that type of thing. Like in that moment, it will it will be very intense, very hard to deny him because of obviously the clear things that you see with your eyes in it, like him reviving people and stuff like that. You know, so yeah, it's, it's interesting. And the reason why I ask you this question in it is because, like, can what I've noticed, you know, especially like. Especially amongst younger people, people like who are fifteen and stuff, fifteen mm. and younger. When you talk about the jaw, they get very, very, very scared of him. You know, mm. the jaw is this, you know, big, scary monster dude. You know, he can kill you like that. You know, and they're really terrified of him. Yeah. Yeah. When you talk about shaitan, it's kind of like, eh. You know, because. Oh, you know, whilst you're growing up, your mom's says your mom's always like, "Ah, oh, you, you don't you do your homework? I'll, you know, I'll, I'll tell the shaitan to come for you." So you know, it happens a lot <laughs> in Asian communities, isn't it? Yeah, but we yeah. talk about shaitan a lot, so you know, it, it's true in it. Like for for them, it's like you know, you know, when you, when we talk about shaitan, it's like, eh, you know, like it's it's not it's not that deep. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not about that big of a deal in it. You know, and it's yeah. kind of like because right now we have this mindset that okay, look. Shaitan, if Shaitan was a big deal, then mm-hmm. I would probably be, well, not dead because that's not what Shaitan. I'll probably be a disbeliever already then, because yeah. Shaitan's already existed from before I was born, right? right but yeah. then obviously, what we don't re- I think is um, just is what you call it is ignorance in it because we don't we don't realize. How Shaitan works in it. He doesn't work for the short term. He lo- he works for the long game in it. You know, yep. he doesn't care. Like you can be a believer all your life, and if he gets you the last second before you die, you're done. Yeah, you know. He's very patient. So it, it's interesting because yeah, the job scary, bro. Shaitan, yeah, we're used to it. I think the main thing you need to understand is that Shaitan's ultimate goal isn't to lead you like you've said lead you toward death or you know make you fear like cause innate fear in you or whatever like a lot of people think of you know the devils are something that scare you you know they possess you they do this they do that they have control over you they torture you put you in pain essentially you know exactly yeah and even in a lot of like culture cultures and mythology and stuff the devils are seen as something like you know when you perform like an ancient ritual there's someone then then you know you have to obey them and this that so it's the modern understanding of of devil especially modern islam is kind of well actually throughout islam has always it's always been this idea of they're not there to do all that bad stuff and we have an understanding that there are good devils too um but the bad ones specifically and the leader of them are obviously shaitan uh himself isn't uh, they're not they're not just out there to get you right they're out, one they're out there to get all of humanity so realize that if you're being affected by bad thoughts and influences 
then it's not just you that's being affected so it's not just a you problem so at least you know your problems are shared across all of humanity um and number two to recognize that why would you want to give into shaitan's plan right if there is someone that's actively out there trying to cause you trying to lead you towards pain it's like right it's like having like um okay it's like having a teacher right who always tells you oh no actually it's like having a teacher who would mark you down for like you know she would just mark you down because you're you right she's like no i don't like you mate she marks you down right you, you're you supposed <laughs> to get an a in the test Absolutely. your grades are your grades are a level she says no nah, you're gonna get d just because i don't like you you're right? a brown boy so, i don't like you mate. <laughs> why would you yeah exactly so why would you not you know try and find solution around that problem okay you don't yeah. you don't want to consistently do bad all yeah. the time. i think it, you don't want to i think it's, it's even worse than that because um shaitan he's trying to put you in hell like yeah. his ultimate well, of, goal yeah, is taking to, you to yeah. hell if yeah, someone's yeah. whole plan like in life to hell, is to yeah. take you to hell why are you gonna be like yo you know what uh, he's a minor it's not an issue <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, and it is is yeah, it doesn't just cause you pain either she, yeah. one of shaitan's you know one of the things shaitan praises the other devils for is causing mischief and fitna between uh, a man and his wife right or hmm. wife, uh, wife and, and her husband uh and uh, so it's not it's not just you in this case who's harmed it's both right uh the husband and the wife uh so his ultimate goal is to get all of humanity in his trap it's not just to get you uh so you need to be aware of that fact because some people are like bro i know i know my faith is strong they're, they're almost very they're very self-confident right like i know my faith is strong yeah so yeah i don't need to take no precautions okay yeah but you still need to recognize that shaitan is the enemy against all of your family too yeah right? and so you know it's, it's yeah, like you said it's very like it's very you're being very ignorant and arrogant yeah. in that sense arrogant. because exactly, yeah. you know like if you look at the sahabas and stuff yeah. they were still very cautious about shaitan of course yeah you know and then i remember um you know norman ali khan he did he did us uh, i don't know he didn't do a series but he did he did like a he did a number of khutbas on shaitan and the way he operates yeah. which was really interesting because essentially um with the ayah that he quoted shaitan he will attack you from the front the back the right and the left essentially he's attacking you from all directions different types of attacks you know yeah. one way he'll make you very confident another way he'll make you very um you know uh, like you know very what do you call it not comfortable like the opposite with Allah in a bit like you won't trust Allah you know that's that you know another way he'll make you too happy another way he'll make you too angry like he's very conniving like that and yeah. you know the sahabas and stuff they were very cautious of him and it's kind of sad because we're not because we think you know what my faith is strong so I don't need have I don't need to worry about it you know yeah and then it's interesting because the you know shaitan he can use you thinking your faith is strong against you you know mm. <laughs> so like i mean you you've had that you know like there's the story of the sheikh who you know he started off as a very respectable sheikh 
and mm. by the end of it, it was is a very long story and it basically like you know these two brothers went to war and they left their sister and you know at first he was like now nah, i can't take care of your sister but then slowly it went from yeah i'm just gonna like put food outside the door to you know what i'll come in and keep you company to you know what i'll have sex yeah. with you and then you know and then it doesn't just stop there it went all the way till in the end he prostrated to shaitan before he died and mm. so he did the he did the most major sin a sheikh did the most major sin right so mm. if, if the people with the best like who think quote unquote think that they have the best iman you know think that is going to happen is obviously another case shaitan can get you whether you're a sheikh or you're not whether you're iman you think your iman is high or not you know so i guess like you know think maybe, about yeah. the, the first the, re- the only reason shaitan became who he is is due to his own arrogance hmm. and it if you're who are you to think that you know if you're there thinking oh, i'll be safe because you know my yeah, strong yeah. or whatever you're doing what shaitan did that made it so bad and so you're becoming you're definitely going to fall in that in that regard yeah that no, definitely that's why you can never ever think your iman is perfect or too high you'll always be working on yourself yeah and to be honest and, uh, with sorry i just yeah. when sad like you know how uh, you guys mentioned how like Shaitan works very slowly and he's very patient and he works in steps and uh, gets you from all directions hmm. and he'll chip away at you slowly slowly if he has to yeah uh, that's yeah that's something you should be conscious of like for example if you're that's straight scary man yeah I can imagine someone has the resolve the conviction to do that for that's, so long and that's why you gotta be aware of it so much like just little things that you think oh it's mine it won't affect anyone it won't hurt anyone uh those little things are what snowball into later on bigger things and bigger sin just like moments in the story and it's like yeah you know i'll just do that one time i know that's what you can't even take little deeds little deeds for granted um definitely even the littlest thing that you think oh it won't affect anyone if you become used to doing little sins then you'll just go on to doing bigger ones, bigger ones, and eventually it's like a chain reaction, and Shaitan will get you right in his grasp. Yeah, Subhanallah, man! Like it reminded me today, and I, I listened to, you know, Mufti Monkey went, he had a live to a day in it, and mm. you know, I joined the live in it to listen to it and stuff. And one thing that he said really, really got me, man. You know, because like the, he was talking to like the sister that was really struggling in it. She she had a divorce, her mom had a divorce, and then all of this other crap is happening, right? And then what he said was, "Listen, did you go against a lot today? Right?" Yeah. And then she said, "No, I didn't." Then he said, "Then that means today is a successful day for you. You did not go against a lot today. That is a success. That means it doesn't." Like, because he was he was saying it in the way like, let's say, the day the day she got a divorce in it, did she do any sin on that day? She said no. So he was like, look, that is that day. It doesn't matter what happened on that day, right? Ultimately, that day was a success because you didn't do any sin that day. And obviously, you're not doing any sin. You're still a Muslim, so you do reward automatically in it, right? Mm-hmm. And it got me because I was like, yo, if I look back, yeah, like, on a day basis, right, did I commit a sin today? 
I'm talking about sins that you like sort of knowingly commit. Like you know it's a sin, but you still do it. Like for example, you know listening to music is a sin, but you still do it. You know,、mm. right? Did I commit a sin today? I did. Did I commit a sin yesterday? I did. So do I? Can, can I even sit here and be like, yo, is there a single day where I've successfully not committed a sin that I know of? You know, obviously we know that you know no one's perfect. Everyone commits sin all the time in it. But talking about knowing sin, sins that you know that you're doing. Was there a single day that I didn't do a sin? And to be honest, if I if I if I really if I did try, I, I would have, I I could easily have a day where I don't do sin. I could. Could happen.、Mm. And、That's、then、so、yeah, it got me thinking, and I'm like, yo, so I I can't even say that. I can't even say that because you know Mufti Menke was talking about it. Like, look, every single day you don't do a sin. Is a day that will go to your akhirah with you, you know. It will go with you to your grave, you know. That day, that successful day, will go with you, right? I'm like, I don't even have a successful day, mate. Like, maybe I have a successful four hours in there. <laughs> like,、mm-hmm. I don't have a successful day, and and I kind of changed my mindset because, like, you know, ultimately, let's say, for example, let's say, you know, I don't know, like, let's say I listen to music or something, right?、Mm. And then you know, like I'm like, okay, I know that it's a sin. Tomorrow, I'm not gonna listen to any music because I want a successful day tomorrow, right? If I had that in my mind, I'd just think to myself, oh, but I can't keep it up. You know, like yeah, I could do it tomorrow. I could definitely not listen to any music tomorrow, but、mm. not listen to any music for the rest of my life, nah. So、yeah. I might as well, I might as well just listen to music tomorrow then anyway, you know, because I'm not gonna be able to. Do it for the rest of my life, so might as well do it tomorrow, isn't it?、Mm, as well,、true. there's no point of me not doing it, you know.、Yeah. And we kind of end up having this mindset, my、uh, mindset, which is a very corrupt mindset.、Um, it reminded me of another sheikh as well, who was talking about prayer. You know, he he was talking about how, you know, for the Sahabas, they treated prayer in a way that they treated they treated it.、Like, let's say, okay, you know, Asr namaz is coming up here,、yeah? and、mm. They're like this prayer. This prayer can get me into Jannah. This prayer is the most important thing in the world. This prayer that's coming up right now. Right. So, I don't care what happens. I'm not missing this prayer. You know, we don't think like that. We think like, okay, look. You know, I need to pray five times a day every day. We know that prayer is important in it. But when it comes to a very, when it comes to a singular prayer, in a day, right. When it comes to the next prayer, let's say Asr is coming up in fifteen minutes, and bro, you're playing that game. You know, you know, you need to pray five times. Like ah,、mm. and then maybe you still pray, but you know that in fifteen minutes is at the mosque, innit? And you can pray at the mosque. It's very easy. You're right next to the mosque, but then you don't do it, right? But then obviously, if someone asks you what's the most important thing, they're like, you're like prayer. But then、mm. your behavior says ah,、uh, otherwise because. Yes, you might think prayer in general is you hundred percent. You you're not being dishonest. You probably think hundred. You probably think prayer in general is the most important thing. But that、yeah. one prayer that you were too busy to go to, that wasn't important.、Mm-hmm. Like the singular prayer. Does does that make sense, or, or is it just does that make sense? No, I th- it makes perfect sense, and I think it's important to、uh, remember that Shaitan is a very patient. You know, being,、um, he's not. He won't.、Um, he won't be like, oh, this guy didn't pray. Now I'm gonna give up on him. 
No, bro, he's gonna annoy you for the rest of your life. And that's why it's important to make most of the opportunities you have, the good opportunities you have, and take them while they're there before they become either fruitless in the end or they just disappear. Um, yeah. You know, uh, like you said with prayer, I, there's so many times when, you know, also I know it's like 6.50, right? Uh, but it comes to 7 o'clock, I'm like, bro, I still have like, you know, like a whole t two and a half hours to pray, so it's calm. An hour goes by, right? And then I'm like, oh, I still have another one and a half hours, I can get some work done or whatever, right? I can play some games. It comes to, Alhamdulillah, I still pray on, in time, but it comes to, I, I've seen it come to like, uh, Mahlubs are like 9.45 or whatever, hmm. and it comes to about 9.35 or 9.36 or 37, just about within the last 10 minutes of of Asr and I'm, I'm praying Asr and it's it's not even because I wanted to miss it okay it's not like I'm purposely gonna leave it until the last in my mind every few minutes every hour I was always like yeah I'll pray now I'll pray in a bit I'll pray in a bit it just that idea Shaitan kept moving delaying that idea forward I didn't intentionally want to say I didn't say at the start right Asr's kicked in at 6.50 I'm gonna wait until 9.37 to pray it now yeah, that wasn't my intention. Yeah, like shaitan in your head, he's just saying, it's, yeah. it's, not, that, it's not that deep. You can pray later. It's, it's like, not that deep. Yeah, exactly. Oh. It's just it, the shaitan's one of the biggest tricks of shaitan is just delaying the good opportunities you have. It's not mm -hmm. making you think because alhamdulillah, if you have a strong enough iman, you can still do it in time, right? And you can still get the you can still get the rewards of opportunity, but you're losing the majority of the reward by not doing it you know mm. when you're supposed to and especially especially if he delays you past jamaat time if jamaat is like half seven and you end up praying at like half nine then clearly you've missed jamaat and now you're making it late so it's it's you know yeah you're definitely. losing double the reward now right because you didn't pray early nor are you nor did you pray at the mosque yeah. so shaitan's one of the major things is just and then for a lot sure of people you, you you just missed a prayer you missed exactly, the whole prayer. And just simply just missed the prayer yeah. make sure you take that opportunity while it's given to you do not fall into the trap of saying even even 30 seconds or one minute late fam just don't don't bother as soon as the time kicks in right you go to the yeah. bathroom make your wudu and pray because praying at least praying on time is better than you know uh some sometimes some some must do this thing i don't know why they do it where it's like the jamaat is like half an hour before the prayer and sometimes right Sometimes you get that weird timing, or it's like an hour before. Yeah. And yeah. I know I'm gonna get too lazy later on to go to Jamaat. Fair enough, right? So I'll pray there and then. I know because if I get into the habit, so bro, that's another thing you know that just came to my mind. Chaitan does. Chaitan tricks you into thinking you're gonna do something better later on, so you might as well wait till you do that. And yeah. Then you yeah, end up not yeah. doing it. So then you end up right? not it's doing like, it all. Exactly. So it's like during the summer when I've, it's like uh, I wanna stay up for Fajr, right? I become so, by the time I, the Fajr time actually comes, I'm either so tired to actually pray Fajr and I ended up, I, I ended up like, uh, not sleeping, but like basically praying Fajr in a state of sleep anyway, right? Yeah. It's like, I might as well have been sleeping because I wasn't focused on my Salah anyway. Yeah, and then, you know, right. in reality, it's like, if you, then, had, if you had like at least one hour of sleep, you would be a lot more freshened up. Exactly, exactly. So he makes you, he makes, he makes you, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, some, sometimes like, oh yeah, Jamaat's in like one hour, so don't pray now, right? Pray, wait until Jamaat, and then, but then when Jamaat time time comes, there's something that you have to do suddenly, right? 
and now you're gonna have to do that thing and you can't go to Jamaat and you say oh no I can't go to Jamaat because I have to do this thing so then you miss Jamaat and then some when, you, when you've missed Jamaat something else comes and it's just a constant process of delay 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 until either the opportunity is gone or you have no you have very little reward left in it a very common game Shaitan plays is that if he can't make you do a sin instead he'll make you doubt in the mercy of Allah and so Allah, yeah that's true yeah and like so when someone does something even though it might not be bad and they might feel guilty about it shaitan like they like you know when you do something bad you feel bad about it and obviously you feel that mm -hmm. guilt inside innately you just feel bad yep. but then shaitan will make that person feel like okay they feel bad about it but let's make him like you know thingy doubt the the mercy of allah therefore he thinks there's no hope for him so mm -hmm. like he won't feel bad about it anymore and then he, he eventually that sin will just become like a habit for him. He's like, you know what, true. Allah won't forgive me for this because I've done it so much. I'm not even a good guy. Blah, blah, you know what I mean? There's no point. Mm. <clears throat> and then at that point, that's when shaitan's truly won. Because if you don't even believe Allah will forgive you, then who will forgive you? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And that's just something yeah. Yeah, I wanted to bring up. You know, you know what I just realized? It's quite interesting what you said there. Mm. Is that shaitan basically tries to negate every aspect of Allah's being ever, right? If you mm -hmm. literally take, I, I, I'm, I'm thinking this would probably work. If you probably took all the 99 names of Allah, right? Mm -hmm. You could find a case where Shaitan is not trying to negate pretty much every single one of them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The all, the all controlling. Shaitan will convince you that he doesn't control anything. The all seeing. Shaitan will convince you that he doesn't see anything. The all merciful. Shaitan will convince you that he isn't the all merciful. So, so that that's just that's just something that just popped in my mind. I thought. Yeah. Say, yeah that's mad. And then there's also like, um, like you know, you know, like a lot of people they're like, ah, you know what, I, I, uh, you know, as long as I, as long as I believe, believe in Allah is fine, you know, mm. like the, mm. no, only Allah yeah, can trust. judge me, you know, so it's calm in it, you know. <laughs> as long as you believe, you know, I'm a true as, believer. As, as long as in my heart I believe in Allah, as long as in my heart I'm a Muslim is fine, um, but in reality, yeah, like going back to the hadith that I mentioned <clears> about. You know, uh, shaitan in it. He'll go. He'll try and make you do shirk first in it, and then it will yeah. go down the ladder in it. So what happens is, shaitan. Why? Okay. Why is shaitan going to try and make you do less? Uh, the the lesser of the good deeds, is because yeah. what happens is shaitan. He'll try and make you do the lesser of good deeds because slowly that will take you up to the minor deeds, and then when you do more, more and more minor deeds, eventually that will lead to major major deeds you know it's kind of like drugs in it like you you got you got the yeah, gateway yeah. drug in it so you know one thing will lead to another you know so allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he's the one that decreed or determined which is what is forbidden what is not what is a major mm. sin what is a minor sin you know he determined that and it's interesting because essentially with that in mind then every sin and deed will ultimately have a direct impact on your on your iman on your deen on your faith yeah the more sins you do the 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 more it will destroy your faith mm. right and the the worse sin you will end up doing right so you know i i i mentioned this because I, let's say um right now i feel like for a lot of people when it comes to islam and stuff in it they kind of go towards our mindset like yo you can't judge me it's in my heart 
you know is 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 you know it's all about my intention which is true intention is really important isn't it it's all about what's inside my heart it's about you know i know that in my heart i believe in allah but then you forget about your behavior like your your yeah. deen is 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 not just based on what's in your heart it's based on your behavior too it's based yeah. on what you do